It's the 7 o'clock hour, and you're listening to the Morning Blitz. Oh, are we on the air? Sort of, yeah. Rick Corey. That's I've right. Had... Keep trying to get out of it. Brees Hulse. <laughs> Bryce Hulse. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> Coming to you from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio on the Blitz 1170. That's us. 656. He's Brees. I'm Rock. <laughs> He used to call me Rock Quarry across town mm. just for fun. It, 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 that was a, one of the Cute. names on the Flintstones, actually, many years ago. You'd have to look that oh. one up. Uh, all right, so he's Bryce. I'm Rick. Uh, and I, I got a text here at 918-262-5072. I ask you, what's the coldest you've ever been after what happened over the weekend? Because, you know, remember, it's still going to be cold in Buffalo today. <laughs> yeah. It was really cold in Kansas City. Uh, you know, it was fine in Dallas, obviously. They were inside in Houston. And Detroit was cold, but, again, they were inside. Now, getting there was probably something. But it were the Packer fans and, or pardon me, the Kansas City fans who had to sit outside in the cold yesterday. So what's the coldest you've ever been? 918-262-5072. We have an answer by text. We'll get into that one in a few moments. However, before we do any of that, and we still have to come, Dane Evans, we're going to talk about him moving down here to being the coaching staff at Owasso at 810 this morning. We need to do this with Bryce. Fire up Huey Lewis for a trip back in time. It's Today in Sports History with Bryce Hulse on the Blitz 1170. Brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. Now grabbing the back of a Jeep while on his skateboard, it's Bryce Hulse. This day in sports history, January 15th, 1892, basketball rules first published in Triangle Magazine, written by James Naismith. 1934, New York Yankees slugger Babe Ruth, nearing the end of the, his illustrious career, signs a one-year contract worth $35,000, represents a pay cut of $17,000 for the Babe. 1939, first NFL All-Star game at Wrigley Field in Chicago. The New York Giants beat All-American All-Stars 13-10. 1942, U.S. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt sends his famed since his, sends his famed green light letter to MLB Commissioner Judge Landis, encouraging baseball to continue playing during World War II. 1958, New York Yankees announced that 140 MLB games will be televised on WPIX-TV this season in a deal worth over $1 million. 1964, San Francisco Giants outfielder Willie Mays, the highest paid player in Major League Baseball, signs for $105,000. 1968, Minnesota North Stars forward Bill Masterson passes away two days after suffering a head injury in a game against the Oakland Seals. This is the only death as a result of a game injury in NHL history. 1972, world heavyweight boxing champion Joe Frazier stops Terry Daniels in four rounds in New Orleans to retain his WBC and WBA titles. 1978, Super Bowl XII at the Louisiana Superdome. The Dallas Cowboys take advantage of eight Denver turnovers en route to a 27-10 victory over the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Butch Johnson's diving catch in the end zone completes a 45-yard touchdown pass from Roger Staubach and puts the Cowboys ahead 20-3 in the third quarter. 1990, Golden State coach Don Nelson becomes the second man in NBA history to appear in 1,000 games, both as a player and coach, joining Lenny Wilkins as the Warriors lose to the Indiana Pacers 144-105. to 1993, legendary Oklahoma State and Olympics basketball coach Henry Iba passes away at the age of 88. 1994, Ricky Waters of San Francisco scores an NFL postseason record five touchdowns as the 49ers beat the New York Giants 44-3. After the game, Lawrence Taylor announces his retirement from the NFL. 1995, San Diego linebacker Dennis Gibson twice knocks down passes in the end zone, the last one on fourth down, to preserve the Chargers' biggest NFL victory, a 17-13 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC Championship. 1995 as well, NFC Championship Candlestick Park, 
San Francisco 49ers beat Dallas Cowboys 38 to 28. 1997, controversial Chicago Bulls forward Dennis Rodman kicks cameraman Eugene Amos in the in the groin during a game against Minnesota Timberwolves. Ultimately, p- pays Amos $200,000 in settlement and is suspended for 11 games without pay. 2000, the Jacksonville Jaguars steamroll their way into the history books and the AFC Championship game in the second most overpowering playoff performance ever. The Jaguars route the Miami Dolphins 62 to 7. The 55-point margin is the second largest in playoff history. 2001, Peace College beats Bennett College 98-3 in women's college basketball as Bennett sets an NCAA Division III women's record for fewest points scored. 2005, Michelle Kwan wins her ninth title at the U.S. Figure Skating Championships, tying Mary Bell Vinson for the all-time record. 2011, six-seeded Green Bay routes the Falcons 48-21 in Atlanta as Aaron Rodgers throws for three touchdowns and runs for one. The 48 points are the most for the Packers in a postseason game. 2017, Justin Thomas wins the Sony Open with the lowest 72-hole score in PGA Tour history. Thomas caps off his wonderful week that began with a 59 with his second straight victory. He two-putts a birdie from 60 feet on the par 5-18th hole and closes with a 5-under 65 to set the record at 253. Tommy Armour III shot 254 at the 2003 Texas Open. And this one is like deja vu from yesterday. 2017, Aaron Rodgers throws a 36-yard pass to a toe-dragging Jared Cook on the sideline, and Mason Crosby kicks a 51-yard field goal in the next play as time expires, sending Green Bay to the NFC Championship game with its eighth straight win while thwarting a Dallas rally in the 34-31 victory in the divisional round of the playoffs. Birthdays today, January 15th, 1959, Kenny Easley, Hall of Fame Seahawks safety. 1965, Bernard Hopkins, for, uh, American boxer. 1974, Ray King, former Cardinals and Brewers pitcher. 1979, Drew Brees, former Saints quarterback. 1980, Matt Holliday, Stillwater native and former Cardinals and Rockies outfielder. 1991, Matt Duffy, Cubs utility man. 1992, Chichi Gonzalez, Rockies pitcher. And 1996, Debo Samuel, 49ers wide receiver. And that is This Day in Sports History, brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. 702, it's the Blitz 1170 on a Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to you. I haven't heard, and and I'm I'm sure there's a decision made. I know we have one of the larger parades in America, just as we do for Veterans Day. Did they postpone it? They postponed it. Okay. I, I got a text the other day that I believe said that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. That's not one of the things I'm, I'm generally quite as in tune with as I used to be. But I just, yeah, I, I do they know did. coming through downtown, normally you'll start to see barricades and things like that, not seeing any of that. And it makes sense. It's just too cold. For sure. So we'll uh, let you know if we know more about that as we go through the day. All right, at 7.03, let's get into some things that aren't sports here, by the way. And I do have, we already have one text about what's the coldest you've ever been? I I think this person's going to win. <laughs> Pretty easily. I'm just telling you. I didn't really think anybody was going to beat what I'm going to tell you later, but I think this dude wins or dudette, whichever mm-hmm. one it is, at 918-262-5072. Because of what, and we're talking about this because of the weekend, of course, Kansas City, and what they're going to feel like today in Buffalo, too. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we were at zero when we started the show. Buffalo's got to be close, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine what it's going to be like up there. So let us know what you're thinking at 918-262-5072. What's the coldest you've ever been? And what is that situation? All right. So some things that aren't sports. Um, did you see? Well, first of all, did you see the new Top Gun? Did. Okay. What would you think? I really liked it. I, I I saw that one before I saw the original, actually. And once Who are you? I mean, did you <laughs> no, not realize I need to go back and watch the original? No. You, that's the, Those are the same movies, really, when you think about it. Because then I went back and watched the original, and I was like... This is boring compared to the new one. Okay, well, as far as... It's, it's, the, it's almost the same story, but just way better, you know, um, 
visuals and stuff in the new one. See, I don't think it's the same story. I mean, I get that in the end you get saved by somebody. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it's not as anyway. You guys, <laughs> we, could, we could go on a whole other me, segment for that. Yeah, see, I mean, you just to, just to see his relationship with Iceman, you need to see the first one, so you yeah, understand right. where they were as to how they got to where they were in the scene in the second one. All right, anyway, at any rate, I thought the second one was fairly weak personally, but oh. um, it, they're going to make apparently a number three. Okay, there well, what is, are we doing? There are talks here of doing that to return once again. They would also return. Um, uh, Miles Teller and Glenn Powell, who both had big roles, of course, in the first one. The co-writer, who is Aaron Kruger, and the director, Joe Krasinski, are uh, now kind of going to team up for this script. They signed a deal, or Cruz did, with Warner that will have him making movies there. The contract, though, will get this. This is really weird. So he signs a deal with Warner, but the contract's non-exclusive. So he could still be pulled away for other things, which doesn't make a lot of sense mm. for me. Uh, but they are currently in production for, oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this, Mission Impossible 8. Now, you talk about a series of movies that's the same damn movie every time. <laughs> that, that, that's one of them. Good guy gets blackmailed. Now the good guys think he's the bad guy. He's trying to clear his name. He and a group of people, including, you know, because Simon Pegg never dies, which is fine. Mm. Um Including some attractive young woman who eventually dies when him trying to save her. And then they clear his name and now he's a good guy again. And then the next movie, the exact same thing happens. And that's what Mission Impossible. We tried to watch all those in a row. Couldn't do it. It just got (laughs) too ridiculously predictable. At any rate, if you really liked number one, which I did, and thought number two was at least enough that you might see a number three, here we go. Looks like Top Gun 3 might be in effect. By the way, speaking of movies over the weekend, it was Mean Girls who took the top uh, at the box office. It was expected to get around 32 mil. It got 28. The Beekeeper, the one with Jason Statham, at 16.8. That's just these aren't openings compared to what they used to be, right? Wonka was third at 8.38. It now crosses the 500 million mark. Anyone but you, 6.9. Did you? I saw that Friday night. What would you think? 7 out of 10. Huh? My it was, wife it was, it was all right. It. It's 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 a good like if you like rom coms, it's a good rom. I know why you went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, because I'm a rom com guy. No. Oh. That's oh, not why you of, went. Uh, yeah, the visuals there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. What's She's her name? Sydney Swinney. Yeah. She's That's great. why you went. The new Spider Woman or Batgirl or whatever she yeah, was. Spider, yeah, uh, Spider Woman. Yeah. Uh, great performance. My her. wife wants to go to see the guy. What's his name? Oh, I don't know his name, but. He's, he's kind of a new guy. So you know the woman, you don't know the guy. I know. <laughs> Priorities, right? <laughs> I don't know his name either. Hell. Anyway, that, she wants to see that one too. Then Migration at 6.2 million. And then Book of Clarence was supposed to be a big opener. Eesh. Mm. 10th place, 2.5 mil. Not a good night for them. Glenn Powell is the guy with yeah. anyone but you. Which is also, by the way, from Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah. So up and more. Huh. Apparently, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell you this, but I am. Apparently, someone was using drones to put things in high areas. For instance, they found a turkey where turkey shouldn't, or parts of a turkey. Where they shouldn't be. Yeah. (laughs) And then they realized someone was using a drone to put unusual things on top of buildings, on top of things like um, traffic lights. Mm. Well, now it's uh, sex toys. Okay. So... (laughs) 
So you have to work for it? <laughs> Is that the whole goal here? If you have been at Southwestern 119th Street and Southwest Ave- Western Avenue, so it's Southwest 119th and Southwestern Avenue, there was a wild turkey several for several months perched up there. Um, and there were some <laughs> other things. And now it's, it's sex toys. So they're, of course, clearing those away. Yeah. I think probably putting them in the evidence locker. Mm-hmm. That might might be where that goes, uh, and then telling people we don't condone. <laughs> Just so we're clear, you shouldn't do this. Yeah, this is not something we really want you to do. <laughs> I mean, Th- things you never thought you'd okay. have to say. Well, uh, tell me at what point you're sitting around with the fellas or the guys and the ladies, and you go, "You would know be good." Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm really, I'm really good with this drone. I wonder if I can get that up there. The the plan finally left the conversation. Yeah, and then into action. Then how do you pull that off? Because as drones that are that low, even if it's on a building or especially a stoplight, there's traffic there most of the time. So mm-hmm. did you do it in the middle of the night? Yeah. And if you did, then you got to be even better with that drone. And then how do you make it stick to the top? I'm going to pass on this one. Are you? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just saying I'm made of questions right now, and I can't get any answers to how this has gone. But Maybe that's what that one guy was trying to do who beat up the clerk at the at the uh, toy box place. That could have been the you know? thing. He had different priorities. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, let's just say that more police say that's being frowned on, that they would yeah. just assume you keep those in that drawer where you keep everything else mm-hmm. at home that you don't want anybody to see. Well, good to and, know. And don't you put that up there, right? Uh, there is a brand-new trend in... The way you take care of your body. You know, Ozempic is a trend, right? Those kinds of things. Those drugs are a trend. But there's a brand new one, and this one's going through TikTok, and it's really taken off. And these are people who are discussing using Botox for their calves. They want to slim their calf muscles down, and it's a hot item now called calf tox. (laughs) And, I mean, they got pictures of people with before and after on what Botox did for their calves. I thought thought bulky calves were in. Apparently not. Two and a half million views on the one platform already. And there's a clinic out there, you know, that's telling you this is okay and it's the right thing to do and it's going to work out and you know, all is going to be fine and that kind of thing. I'm, I'm not sure I believe that. And one of the biggest things that happened over the weekend was Taylor Swift's jacket. Uh, you, yeah. you, did you see Taylor Swift's jacket when yes. she came in wearing the nice Travis Kelsey jacket? Big, thick thing. Looks like it's really warm. Well, that was actually made by the um, wife or girlfriend, I don't know which one, of a fullback for the ni- for the Sam- for, for the Niners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, her name is Kyle. Uh, actually, she's, I'm sorry, she's George Kittle's girlfriend. Oh. Right. And what's the wife's name? I believe, right? <laughs> Well, then it says this actually says it was the fullback Kyle. Then I can't even say his name's wife, Kristen, whatever. Okay. But I thought it was Kittle's girlfriend who did it, or Kittle's wife. Hmm. At any rate, uh, whoever it was is one of the girlfriend's wives who made the jacket. She disassembles jerseys and then creates vests and jackets. And this turned out to be the really thick, big Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. It, I mean, it's a great looking jacket. And she is, you know, she's rocking it as she goes in. Well, 
that young lady, Kristen, and it's J U S Z C yeah Z Y K, and it is a Kittle's wife. Is it okay? I thought so. They had they had it listed here as the Niners' fullback Kyle's wife. So fake <laughs> hey, news. At any rate, <laughs> the point is, her Instagram added two hundred thousand followers overnight. After somebody mentioned where that jersey came or that jacket came from, two hundred thousand. So if you're one of the ones who's trying to get in an order, good luck. Mm. But it was the talk of the weekend that and the <laughs> the picture of Taylor Swift against the window. You know the inside of the window is rising up at Arrowhead, and it yeah. showed them trying to scrape it. And she's standing there, and you can. I mean, you mostly can't see through the window. And it's just her. There's an early shot. And the number of captioned memes with that were fantastic oh, over yeah. the weekend. If you've not seen it, you need to do that and, and go take a look. Oh, let's get into some uh, celebrity and some uh, movie birthdays or music birthdays, if you will. Regina King, hell of an actress today. She's 53. Chad Lowe is 56 today. You won't have, you'll have to look this up, Charo. Coochie Coochie. We do that one for Jimmy Trammell. Okay. Is 73 years old today. Mario Van Peebles. You know who that is? No. Oh, I, yeah. I, he, New Jack City, Ollie, um, Heartbreak Ridge. I always thought he was funny. And, and he's 46 years old today. Dove Cameron, who my youngest was a big fan of. And I actually saw in a, uh, I saw her do um, Mama Mia at the Hollywood Bowl. One of the folks who do okay. Mama be at the Hollywood Bowl. She's only 28 years old today. Drew Brees is 45 today. Shane McMahon, WWE, 54 yeah. years old today. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff from DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. You want to feel old? 59 today. Ooh. Yeah. Lisa Lisa, uh, uh, 50, uh, 58 today. Uh, I think that's really about it when it comes to those. And that's going to do it for Not Sports, and this is the Blitz 1170. So that does it for this day in sports history, brought to you by Triada Institute and Not Sports. It's 714. He's Bryce Alls. I'm Rick Corey. When we come back, we'll get into more of this. Uh, what's the coldest you've ever been? And what was that situation? We asked because of the weekend in Kansas City. And, boy, got one answer by text already that I think might be the winner. 918-262-5072. That's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Hey, I want to remind you that we are partners with the Tulsa Oilers. We're in the Tulsa Oilers studio, as a matter of fact. And any time you go to an Oilers game, buy any seat, especially those less expensive seats up high, sometime during the game we'll call out some seat numbers and take people from up there and take them down low and put them right next to the ice. We call it the Blitz Upgrade from the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok. Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Dallas Cowboys fell to the Green Bay Packers 48-32 last night as the Packers now advance to face the top-seeded 49ers in the visual round. Dak Prescott threw two interceptions, one of them going for a touchdown, before throwing for three mostly empty touchdowns on the offensive side. For the Packers, Aaron Jones ran for 118 yards and three touchdowns. Quarterback Jordan Love had some words about his team's doubters. Does it take you off? What, what does it do to uh, I think it's just noise on the outside. Um, I think that's what everybody looks at it. In the locker room, just outside noise. Uh, we're not worried about it. You know, we keep coming out here and uh, you know showing what we're about. So that's, that's all we're gonna do.
The Packers and 49ers will kick off Saturday night at 7.15. For the first time in 32 years, the Detroit Lions have won a playoff game as they beat former Lion Matthew Stafford and the Rams 24-23. Jared Goff had 277 yards and a touchdown for the Lions, his top target being Amon Ross St. Brown, who had seven catches for 110 yards. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa to Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. That's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. We have one there I'll tell you about in a second. So, all right, if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, who's next? And, and let's be realistic about Bill Belichick. You know, <laughs> similar dissimilar metals create rust. And that's what you're looking at with Jerry Jones and you know, you, you, I just don't think you can pair those two. You put Jerry Jones with almost anyone. Mike McCarthy's a quiet guy, at least publicly. Yeah. So that kind of thing just doesn't work out. You know, you put him with Belichick, and that's dissimilar metals. You're going to end mm-hmm. up with a problem. I just can't see it. So realistically, does he fit? Now, have, have you know, strange bedfellows. Has it happened before and worked out? Sure. I can't see it. So it realistically, seems quite a bit of a clash. Yeah, realistically, you go get Jim Harbaugh. I can't see mm. that working. You know, but hey, he's going to be flavor of the month. I mean, yeah, he's out talking to the Chargers. Of course, if he's talking to the Chargers. Kellen Moore's available. Mm-hmm. But you just made the move to get rid of him. So are you really? What do you do? Where do you go? Nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. If you're a Cowboy fan, or would you rather keep McCarthy and get rid of Jerry Jones? <laughs> I don't think that's an option. True. Yeah, I, and I don't think it's an option, but I think you know what I'm talking about. And we were talking about the game in Kansas City. You know, and as much as it's cold, like it's still zero right now. It's zero in Tulsa. Yeah. Now some people have the day off. You know, good for you. And the folks who have to go to work, just like we do, just be careful on the roads. They are. You're going to have a lane or two clear in most places. Of course, you don't have neighborhoods clear, and they're not going to get cleared. So you do have to be ridiculously careful out there. Mm-hmm. And also realize, this morning was still mostly powder because it was so dry and cold. As people drive on that, that will melt, and as that melts, it's going to refreeze quickly. So this becomes ice now. Yeah. And it's the same thing is going to happen, on, especially on neighborhood streets and on your sidewalks. You've got to be so careful on sidewalks, driveways, when you're getting out of a vehicle. You know, I mean, literally both feet on the ground, hanging onto things when you stand, or it can get ugly in a hurry. And the number of people who go down and break hips or things like that at this time of year really yeah. explodes, too. I mean, I've seen IMSA's numbers on those kinds of things, and they go up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So just be careful out there in the next couple of days. But it's going to get worse before it gets better just because of the melting and refreezing. Uh, but at any rate, we were talking about what happened in Kansas City, and people who were saying, okay, zero, that's unsafe. It's it's not terribly safe. But it was minus seven by the time they got to the middle of the first quarter in Kansas City, and those people stayed. They mm-hmm. stayed, some of them without shirts. The, the without shirts can't go the whole game. You know that. Oh, yeah. Like, there's just no way. No, you just can't. You just get, it's, it's, you know, it's, there are health issues there. But I did ask, so what's the coldest you've ever been? And was, you know, it's, the, those tickets got down into the, I think the 30s or something like that. Eventually. Yeah. I mean, like you could get like really good seats for 
maybe 100 mm-hmm. or something. And, but, I mean, you get in the stadium, I think, down in the 30s at some point Definitely. there, right there before the game started. And so, you know, it wasn't full, quite honestly. Up high, it wasn't full, and you get that. Yep. I mean, I get that. But the number of people who were there and how they dressed and what they were doing to do it, they, they obviously know what they're doing. Now, is it the smartest move? I, who knows? But you know when it's over and you survive and you go home and you take that shower that feels like a thousand needles, <laughs> and then you say to your, you can say, I was there. Now, how many? What was the average? What was the actual attendance? Can you grab that real yeah, quick? Yeah, I'll grab it. Because I know they they didn't have the sellout. They may have announced the sellout because that's tickets sold, which I really believe, and I've always believed that franchises, college, NFL doesn't matter. You should have to announce actual and sold. You should have to announce both. It's it's you know, like Nebraska keeping their sellouts in line just because some corporation buys. 7,000 tickets, and nobody shows. It's not the same thing. Butts in the stands is a sellout. Selling the tickets is a technical sellout, and that that I get, but you really should have to announce both. And I don't know what, you know, the Chiefs normally, that would pack that place, and the decibels would be nuts, and I'm sure it was loud anyway. But I don't know. What, what are you coming up with there? They just keep on bringing up the peacock viewership. <laughs> they won't, like, I'm like, key attendance, attendance at stadium, and they just... Hey, Peacock broke a record. Peacock broke a record. Yes, and and they did. Thank All right, you, so let me go look here. This might have it right here. Pardon us. Well, you guys talk amongst yourselves. We'll be right back with you. Yes. All right. When they do this to go us. To the bottom of this. No, it's not there either. Hmm. I, well, at any rate, it wasn't quite full. We know that. Yeah. But in the in the doing, you, there were a lot of people there who just knew how to dress for it. And that's what you do with cold weather, right? If you work outside there, North Dakota oil field workers who do that. Saw a, a, a TikTok from a lady who said, oh, that's not so cold. It's minus 21 here in Minnesota. <laughs> but we just know how to deal with it here, folks. Yeah. You do. Come down here in the summer. You'll melt when it's 80. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's, we have you know, our versions of that, right? So. Yeah. I mean, it's just where you, you, know, it's just where you are. It's, Lynn from Ike's Chili just texted and said it's warmer right now in Anchorage than it is here. <laughs> And that's probably true. I my, One of my phone apps is a weather app, and I keep on there weather, and I have I have listed weather in several places that we either go a lot or we like a lot or where we have family. So with my son in Washington and his family in Washington, Pennsylvania, Delaney and College Station, us here, mm-hmm. my wife's parents over at Fort Smith, and we have been, Tulsa's been colder than Washington, Pennsylvania, which is stupid. That's right next to Pittsburgh. They're supposed to be colder, but, you know, God moved the cold weather this way. So it's us. But I did ask, what's the coldest you've ever been? So how about you? What's the coldest you think you've ever been? So that's what I was thinking is I've felt really cold because I'm a wimp at times. So well, it's like thin. The, yeah, yeah. See, th- thank you, Rick. That's that's the whole reason behind it, right? Uh, so the coldest the times that I can remember, I'm sure it was like 28 degrees or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Not, so you don't remember a specific time, though? I remember one one game sophomore year against Bishop Kelly, just going through like the walkthroughs before we made the travel to Bishop Kelly Stadium, just dreading it because that's the worst part is having to cage a lineman when your hands are just frozen mm-hmm. and just feeling that pain or whatever. That was like one of the coldest games I can remember. Of course, there were a couple when you're a sophomore standing on the sidelines for those Friday night games uh, that kind of come to mind. And then one that I thought of, too, that when I was a kid that was, you know, again, in terms of the actual degrees, probably wasn't that cold, but very felt very cold to me. I remember OSU hosting Texas A&M in 2006, mm. and uh, that went into overtime. So like a couple of hot chocolates deep, just a blanket around me, 
there's a, a full mound of where the West End Zone is now, mm-hmm. a mound of dirt and tractors and everything. And, yeah, that one was a, a very cold October game. You remember but, what the actual temperature was? No. I think I think it was, like, probably early 30s or something, something like that. But that's that's the thing. I haven't been in, you know, like, sub-zero temperatures uh-huh. for a long time. But it was cold to me, Rick. That's what matters. No, I, I, no it's, it does. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. And, again, you're thin. I mean, have a sandwich. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. help. <laughs> so got a text here at 918 our neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line. Beat this. I mean, come on, text me. says, the coldest I've ever been. I was on the north slope of Alaska, worked there for 12 years, and it was 80 below. Holy crap. Yeah, to which I recount, I, yes, I responded to something just like that. And they said, people always ask if you can tell the difference between that cold. I answer like this. Can you tell the difference from 80, from zero to 80 above? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. So, when when yes. does it just be the same line, right? Holy oh, crap. Gosh. Now, I don't know whether, I don't know if that was the actual temperature or the wind chill. Yeah. You know, up there, if you're on the North Slope, who knows? Maybe that's the actual temperature. I know this. In uh, oh, 1989, myself and my my current broadcast partner at the time, Dan Rowe, he's passed away, God rest his soul, who went from here to the Vikings and then the Chargers. Dan and I had to leave Tulsa to go to Manhattan to broadcast a Tulsa-Kansas State basketball game. Then we had to get to in, uh, to Shreveport to broadcast Tulsa and Oregon in the Independence Bowl. Mm. So we actually we we drove from here to Manhattan in a rental car, and then we dropped that we're going to drop that rental car at the airport in Kansas City, fly out of there to get to the Independence Bowl because we only had a day to get there. We get to Manhattan and it's chilly but not awful. And we got there a little bit late. We were in a rush. I'm in a pair of nylon track pants, you know, okay. and, and then, you know, just like a regular shirt or, or regular, um, yeah, regular shirt with a small jacket. And Dan's in the same thing. And we're kind of late and we're kind of running everything inside. What we don't know is during the game, it blizzard. I mean, just blizzard. So, well, you're doing post game and yeah. doing all kinds of other stuff. You're recording. You're trying to get everything gathered up. And then By the time we walk outside and Bramlage is just round. Nice. Well, yeah. we rushed in and there were a lot of cars. And now there's 18 inches of snow or whatever there is out there. I mean, it's blizzard conditions. And all you can see are two lumps. You can't see a car. Two lumps. And Dan, again, God rest his soul, a little bit wimpy. And I and I'm and I was much younger than him and I and I said, Okay, give me the keys. I'll go find the car and see if I can get it close. Mm. So I go jogging out into the parking lot with nothing but these nylon pants and a light jacket. And it didn't realize that the wind chill was forty two below. My gosh. And was it was it still snowing at the time? Like no, actively snow, it so stopped. stopped. Okay. I mean there was stuff blowing because the wind was ridiculous. And I run out to the first lump and that's not the car we we're in. And now I'm in I'm the like entire brush snow parking off the lot. Side doors yeah, yes, every time right. to see what color it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now I'm in the parking lot, trying to find trying to find the other lump, which I found when I was walking around the inside. But uh, because I was stupid, I didn't mark it in my mind and just went to the one. Yeah. And now I'm I'm going through the parking lot to try to find the other car, which I finally do, and I get it up as close as I can to where I know he is. 
And I run back inside, and I'm so cold. I ran into one of the bathrooms, and they had the hand heaters. Yeah. <laughs> and I hit that hand heater and helped my because my ears were frozen. I mean, literally, I reached up, and my ears. I think if I'd pulled, I would have chunked them off. Gosh. And I reached. I stuck my head up underneath to try to thaw my ears. So we we get in the car. We go to the hotel. They check us into the hotel. We go to our room, and nothing works. Nothing works. The lights are working, but nothing else. The heater won't come on. The, 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 the water won't come on. So we go back downstairs, and the guy said, oh, I'm sorry. The entire north side of the, of the hotel is frozen solid. We have to put you on the other side where the wind is not hitting it, and then you'll – and there we go. Fine. They put us on the other side, and, yeah, you could actually get water, and you could get you know heat and the whole thing, but the entire north side of the hotel was frozen and closed down. It's they insane. put us on the wrong side. Right. So we get up the next day. At 4 in the morning, and we drive to Kansas City to take the airplane so we can get to Shreveport in time to do the Independence Bowl. And I'm thinking, oh, thank God, Shreveport's going to be warmer, right? Now, we ended up, they end up putting us on the roof to broadcast. The stadium had not been redone. There was not enough room for local radio. They had used network television and network radio in our booths, what would normally be our booths at the Independence Bowl. And so they built us a lean-to on the roof, and it was minus 10 wind chill. Oh, you're Outside. Outside. They built a lean-to out of, literally a lean-to out of tarp. So you had a, a, a portable table, and you had a lean-to above you, you know, kind of a tarp above you, and then you had some tarp sides and a tarp back, but a split so you could walk in and out, and they just tied it so you could actually kind of retie it. And you had to walk straight up a metal ladder to get there so there aren't stairs because you're on the roof. They ran power cords up metal. there, and they put a small heater up there for us, like you would have, like in, like I have in my garage. Yeah, and it was minus ten wind chill, and the other broadcast team and we were up there. They were supposed to bring you stats after every scoring play, and then on quarters, and they had young ladies to be their stats runners. They refused to go up the ladder, so we got no I stats. I know, I realized it was cold, and my ears were already frozen. They barely fit into the headsets because they were swollen. And I, I, I went up the ladder with a drink because you want something to drink when you're broadcasting. And I sat it on the counter, and at the first commercial break, it was frozen, completely frozen. I couldn't use it. And I'm trying to, both of us are trying to stay warm. In the middle of the third period, Dan's doing play by play, and, and his cheeks are freezing. You ever try to talk oh, when yeah. it's ridiculously cold? Like you, like you got Botox or something. <laughs> and it sounds like Fat Albert is trying to do the game. <laughs> on the 41 And I start to laugh, and he looks at me. <laughs> I'm laughing at you. You're wrong with me. My face are fine. And he didn't realize it at first, and then he finally heard it. And then he couldn't stop laughing. And we're both trying to stay warm on the heater. And I held up my foot over the heater. To try to keep it warm, and I'm getting, I'm distracted watching the game, just holding my foot up there, and then I realize I'm melting part of my shoe. <laughs> That's how it went. It was that was uh, the coldness I've ever been. It was that day at Bramlage, and the next the, the next night there in Shreveport because it was the next night that we had to broadcast that game, and it was minus ten. And you had no, I mean, you're just stuck. You're just up there. Look, you, it is what it is. Get through it. We did yeah. get downstairs, move on. Coach at that point used to come up into the booth. To do post game, he refused. <laughs> Which I after, after not getting stats, yeah. you guys were like, "Yeah, that really, sounds about really right." Really wanted to booth. Trying to get your equipment up and down that damn ladder, oh, you know, handing that stuff up and down that ladder was not fun because then your you know your fingers were frozen too. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and I just remember getting back to that hotel and just standing in the hot shower as long. I let Dan shower first, and then I just stood in there as long as the hot water held out, you know, so you could actually get some kind of warm. And it took a while for my ears to actually get back to normal. They were just these big floppy dog ears that just hung all over the place. I just love the idea of like, oh, surely Shreveport's not going to be close to this. Oh, that's what I thought. I really did think that. I thought, you know, it's going to be fine. Oh, my God. That was that was the the coldest 30 hours I have spent in my life. (laughs) 735 Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. I am Rick Corey. Share me. What's the coldest you've ever been? 918-262-5072. I got another text. I'll read it here in a minute at 3053. 918-262-5072. The coldest you've ever been. That's my story. Share yours next here on the Blitz 1170. The Blitz text line is always open. 918-262-5072. You can text us anything you want at any time. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. It was a tough day for the Tulsa Golden Hurricane yesterday as they fell to the Tulane Green Wave 94-87 in overtime. Four players for TU were in double figures, led by P.J. Haggerty, who had 25 points, his eighth 20-plus point game this season. Freshman Matt Reed had a career-high 13 points and 16 rebounds. That is uh, second to Michael Ruffin in 1999 for the most for a TU player in Reynolds Center history. The Hurricane will host UTSA on Wednesday night at 7, a 6.30 pregame start on Big Country 99.5. The Oklahoma State Cowboys will host the Kansas Jayhawks tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. That one with a 7 o'clock pregame here on the Blitz 1170. The Cowboys were throttled in Ames against Iowa State 66-42 on Saturday night. They now drop to 0-3 in conference play. And the Oklahoma Sooners will host the West Virginia Mountaineers Wednesday night at 7. The Sooners fell to the Kansas Jayhawks and Lawrence on Saturday, 78-66, as they are now 1-2 and two in Big 12 play. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170 weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Very low wind chills are underway. Minus 10 today, minus 15 across the metro. We have a wind chill advisory for today. This continues tomorrow through the noon hour. A sunshine cloud mix today, but even with that, don't be shocked if you see a flurry or two floating around. North winds at 10 to 15 and high only near 13. Tomorrow morning, bitterly cold weather and highs tomorrow in the lower 20s. From the Bob Mills Weather Center, I'm News on 6's Alan Crump. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. We do, we do, we do. You can also hit the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line at 918-262-5072. As a matter of fact, if you will text the word Tulsa to that very same number, just text Tulsa to 918-262-5072. That registers you to win a pair of tickets to see TU play Wichita State at the Reynolds Center on January 31st at 6 o'clock. That's all you have to do. Tulsa to 918-262-5072. Bryce Hall's in the next room. I'm Rick Corey. We're asking you for your how your the coldest you've ever been stories because of what happened this weekend in Kansas City. Bryce has shared a few. I shared mine, too. I got this text at 918-262-5072. This comes from 3053. This says, I was at the infamous Ice Bowl game in 1985. Bedlam, of course. 60 degrees before the game, zero wind chill when the game was over. Coldest I've ever been, though, he said, was in the winter of 83, got down to five below living in Stillwater. 
Mm. I remember 13 below here when I was covering weather at one point. But, yes, and that's just ridiculous. Now, the difference between 5 and 13 below, you probably can't necessarily tell. The 0 to 80 below, like the dude in Alaska, you can tell that. So we have an Some. 80 below in Alaska. Mine was 42 below, but that was wind chill. So what, what was your coldest you've ever been at 918-262-5072? Uh, I, I don't know about you, but when I watch a Super Bowl game, by the time the game is over, the initial kind of social media reaction is not just to the game, it's to the commercials. Right. Nine times out of ten when the game's over, I can't name any of them. Mm. I might say, you know, the one with the horse – or, you know, there was the guy in the thing in the place and the dude, but I can't remember name. I can't remember most of them. Well, here's a way for you to pay a little more attention. You could get paid for rating Super Bowl commercials. Rating, R-A-T, mm. not R-A-I-D. Right. Rating them. Uh, two grand. $2,000. $2,000 a commercial? No, just to rate them. Ah. No. You get a brand That's new TV really as okay. well, and you get free food. It's a company called PixWise. They want you to watch the game, and then they want you to, to rate the commercials. And in doing those, they want you to rate your favorite 10, and it's a very specific criteria. It comes with a $500 DoorDash gift card. Okay, So that's pretty alone, nice. yeah. And a 65-inch 4K TV. And then the 2000 which will be paid for it to you via PayPal. When you talk about specific criteria, that means that I can't just say good, good, bad, bad, good, bad, good, and then just take my money and my DoorDash. And Interesting TV. question. <laughs> no, no. Here's what they are looking for. The entertainment impact, the innovation level, so the level of creativity, the social buzz score, the potential for it to, you know, quote, unquote, go viral, the tearjerker test, Okay, and the cameo coolness. So, which celebrities like right now, Ice T and I can't remember the woman's name are appearing on these uh, extended commercial, extended insurance commercials. Mm. If he'd only had car something, he'd have known. And they're playing up, you know, the the crime drama thing. You know, this happens all the time. Yeah. And it, it's not necessary, kind of thing. That's you know, kind of that. So, if you're looking for a look at a fox. Yes, it is Vivica Vox. Thank you. So if you're looking for that kind of thing, you know, that's, I guess, what they're looking for. You have until February 4th at midnight or just before to apply, and you apply at PixWise.com. PixWise.com. Entrance, because they're going to pick more than one, will be selected randomly within five days. So if you're chosen, you're going to know a few days before the Super Bowl, which is February 11th, and then you would be able to collect all your stuff, get your TV, order your DoorDash, sit there with your two grand, and rate the commercials. Not there, a bad gig. There, there are loopholes in this country, ladies and gentlemen, to find ways to, to make some cash. There take, are. A, take advantage of them. That's your quote-unquote side hustle, which is a term I hate. Uh, but there, <laughs> One of the terms we can't use this year anymore, right? Yeah, well, I, I hate the term anyway. But there it is. And I thought that was kind of cool. Now, it's no driving the weenie mobile. Oh, yeah. That's still, to me, about that, one. that one is still, that's the pinnacle. You get to drive the weenie mobile around the country. I like to drive. I like to see the country. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been in every state west of New Hampshire by car or truck, mm. and I like that. I think that's fun. You get a chance to do that. 
but not this. This you're sitting and you're in your in the living room. But it is too grand and it is fairly simple. So, uh, you know, I can see you applying for the gig. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's possible. I, I'll I might dabble. I don't see. I mean, I'm going to go apply. Uh, actually, put my, I put my wife. I'm going to put my wife. Put Christine's name on there because she really she does watch the commercials. She pays attention mm. to the commercials. I don't. So occasionally I'll you know I you know the only one I remember. And I mean, if somebody were you know were to tell me one, I'll go, oh yeah, yeah, the horses playing football, the Clydesdales playing football, or the horses playing. Okay. They weren't Clydesdales. The horses playing football for I think it was Bud. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. That one I enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, I, that one I st- still sticks in my mind. I, I nothing else sticks in my mind. N- nothing else for me. I remember like a lot of the. Oh gosh, remember the insurance? I mean, it was I think it was insurance oh, the commercials. E-baby? Yes, yeah. yes. Remember, he, he made a, some big-time appearances okay, back that, in the day. Okay, but that thing was creepy. Okay? <laughs> well, that, that was hilarious. No, it was creepy. That was Chucky. <laughs> no, that was weird. That And that baby starts talking to me like that? No, there's a problem. Now, I'm not for violence, but at that point, you know, there might be a— Because you know, then you're saying this baby is possessed, you know? Uh, yeah, like all I don't think that's— that, that, that was creepy. <laughs> the whole That whole thing creeped me out. As much as people love the E-Trade baby, I know Scott Files a huge E-trade. fan okay. of the E-Trade baby. I wanted to fight that baby. I did. I mean, right oh. there. And if that hey, if that baby can do that, that baby can fight. I mean, I know he's got shorter arms. This gives me an advantage. But I, I yeah. wanted to fight that baby. I, I didn't want to listen. I was going to – fisticuffs were going to come into play in that one. Mm. That was creepy. Keep the weapons away from that him. That was just <laughs> creepy. I knew. I didn't like that one at all. I, You know, I, I – that, that's voodoo. Yeah, I wanted to get away from that. So you're you're welcome. Poking to, all the bad spirits away. Yeah, that's pretty much what that was. You're, so you can sign up for that if you like. And Bryce is going to sign it up, and I'm going to sign my wife up. Yeah. Otherwise, just be with us at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two and tell us the coldest you've ever been. Um, and I'd like to know if you're a Cowboys fan. A, do you admit it today? Because <laughs> there are going to be a lot who won't. Cowboys fans anonymous. Yeah. Uh, yes. CBA. Yeah. Right. Or. Today, are you going to tell me who you want to be your next head coach? And let's be realistic. Belichick won't work. It, yeah. it just won't work. You can't have those two opposite poles. It's like two different opposite sides of a magnet. They cannot be together. It just won't work. Yeah. Belichick and Jerry Jones won't work. Would it be entertaining? Yes. Would it be fun watching? Pure, purely the, just drama after games and everything for the, throughout the week. Just and, all the talk. Yep. And, and you know... I mean, if you were trying to get Belichick, you'd have to make some promises. And even Jerry Jones, who doesn't want to give up control, might make those promises, but he would never keep them. There's no chance. So, and having said that, you're going to end up with headbutting. You're going to have, you would have dueling news conferences while Jerry's saying one thing, you'd have Bill saying, yeah, well, I'm getting ready for the Chiefs. I'm getting ready for the Chiefs. I'm getting ready for the Chiefs. I mean, it just it would not work. We all know it wouldn't work. So who else? Do you go get Harbaugh? Do you bring back Kellen Moore? Is there an up and comer? Do you just move up Dan Quinn? You know he's yeah. he's a hot topic right now, but then his defense just got completely torched by Green Bay, and looked lost in the doing. That, that's the thing. I mean, the defense has been so good this yes. year, and so that's what's kind of crazy. It's like. Do you want to go off of this one performance? Well, this one performance was pretty important. So it was as though to... they never believed Green Bay could do that, and then they were. It was as though they were shocked that they could, didn't believe they'd continue, and never elevated their game. 
And there were busts. I mean, how about the one with, to Musgrave, the tie, the tight end for Green Bay? Oh. There's a screenshot that I saw. It looks like it's photoshopped yes. with how with how wide open he was on that break. Well, and and, and, and you know, on that on that one he scored. You know what was it? Uh, was it the series before or just a few plays before? They had a wide receiver open the exact same way. And if he mm. doesn't underthrow him because he had to move to get to him, he if he doesn't over underthrow him, that's a touchdown. Yeah. The and the bust on the tight end was simply it was a really easy it's a simple drag route which nobody in America can cover from little league to the very smallest to flag football to the NFL nobody can cover a drag mm-hmm. route mm-hmm. because no matter who you are when you're supposed to keep your eyes there and that was man coverage it should have been simple you don't all yeah. the movement goes one way it was just abandoned <laughs> when you hear coaches say eyes that's what they mean. Their eyes were in the backfield watching everybody flow to the defense's right, and the tight end simply crosses his face, and he lets him go. Mm. It was a simple bust. Yeah. The one before that, the other one was a simple bust, and on a better throw, that's a touchdown. A simple bust. But they had a lot of those. So is Dan, I mean, you don't ruin Dan Quinn's star, I don't think, for one thing. Mm. But does that, I mean, does that, put enough tarnish that Jerry wouldn't elevate Dan Quinn? Yeah. I mean, how much weight does this hold, right? Yeah. I, I think that it, it, it'll be interesting to see exactly how, how much that's tarnished at the end of the day. And, and probably won't be a lot, and I, and I don't think it should. It's one game. For yeah. whatever reason, they just didn't play well. I mean, Dan Quinn can't make the plays. He can only tell you what to go do. But does he go there? Who do you want as your next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Because the chance of Mike McCarthy being there by next week are about the same chances by next week I'll weigh 175. <laughs> and I think we all know yeah. that's a big old zero unless somehow someone cuts me in two. <laughs> 918-262-5072. That is the number for you to text to be a part of our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Coming up in oh, 18 or so minutes, Dane Evans, brand new coach out in Owasso. He's going to be working with Antonio Graham. He's, of course, the longtime Tulsa quarterback and a longtime player in the CFL. We'll talk about his career and being back in Tulsa. And speaking of the Cowboys, what they lacked yesterday was fire. If you didn't hear, Jimmy Johnson tried to fire him up at the half. And I'll play that for you next, coming back on The Blitz. The Blitz 1170, your new home for Rich Eisen. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on The Blitz 1170 and streaming on The Blitz 1170 app. The red-hot Oklahoma City Thunder will have a road test tonight as they're in L.A. to take on the Lakers. It'll be back-to-back with the Lakers, finishing up on Monday night before a Tuesday clash with the Clippers. Tip-off tonight is at 9.30. And after three seasons at the helm, Arizona Wildcats head football coach Jed Fish has been hired away by the Washington Huskies. Fish will replace Kalen DeBoer, who left for the Alabama job following Nick Saban's retirement. It is believed that Fish's new deal will be $7.75 million over seven years. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Butts 1170 and streaming on the Butts 1170 app.